Welcome to episode 38 of Game Time with Manny. I'm here with Matt, as always, uh, and we're going to talk about video games. Yes, uh, we have only three games to talk about this week. Yeah, but I could talk at length about all one or two of them. Well, yeah, I think all three we could have a we'll, we'll have lengthier conversations. Yeah, about. so we didn't think of a specific topic for the second half of this one, which is something that we'll try to work on in the future uh, to try to plan out like retrospectives on games right. or consoles or like a specific topic that we could think about something like that um so yeah let's just start with the news here yes so, uh, obsidian uh, is being purchased or rumored to be being purchased so by microsoft that's crazy and when i heard this i got so hyped because microsoft needed anything to happen in terms of first party development and then they announced those acquisitions at E3, right? Which like I was pretty excited about Ninja Theory. That's like I think they make good games. Like they did DMC, Enslaved, Heavenly Sword. Uh, what was that game? Saint of Sacrifice. Senua's it, Sacrifice. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and like those are all pretty good. I think yes. they're like a good action game developer. So the fact that Microsoft picked them up is really cool. But I feel like Obsidian. This is like a double-edged sword. Because the CEO, like, just left recently, and all of the employees said that it was, like, a waking hell nightmare place for a while, and, like, things were not going well. Right. So, hopefully Microsoft (laughs) picking them up would be good, but on the other side of the coin, they make really good shit. Like, they make really good RPGs and stuff, and so I hope that that would be the Obsidian that Microsoft is getting, as opposed to one that is, like, a fraction of what it was. Right. I mean, when was the last? What was the last game they made? Uh, they kickstarted Pillars of Eternity. Is that their, theirs? They just kickstarted some game. Okay. Pillars of Eternity is such a generic name that I apply it to a lot of things. Yes. <laughs> I'm just trying to because I went. I remember looking through their list and I was like, I haven't played a single Obsidian game before. I know they have some very popular ones with like Fallout New Vegas and. Uh, but what games can you really... What games have you played of theirs, or at least recently? Cause... Uh, well, I didn't play Pillars of Eternity, which right. they did make. Okay. And I think the second one just came out recently. They kickstarted those, which is weird for a company of their size. Right. Uh, they did Alpha Protocol, which people underrated product. I watched Willie play a lot of that. It was like Knights of the Old Republic. You didn't even play that. No. It's, it's like a... It's... Have you ever played Fallout? Yes. So, like, you know what Vats is like? Right. It's basically like a game that is closer to that, but more RPG. Okay, so they basically, they made Fallout New Vegas. They they did, yes. Which people, like, claim is the greatest thing ever to grace Earth. Right. And if they could basically just make, like, Fallout New Vegas, but, like, without the Fallout license or something, that is what I think people would look forward to. Now... What do people like about New Vegas? Is it the story? Or is I think it the it's game? the story. The gameplay is like fairly similar in terms of what it was because it's running on the same engine. Because the person uh, who wrote the, that game doesn't work for them. No, anymore. and so that's why I like. I think this is a cool purchase right. if it is going to happen, which mm-hmm. all sources point to. It is totally yes. Um, yeah, I mean, we it, wouldn't normally just talk about any little rumor. But no, this but this seems, seems like, pretty credible. Yes. Um, <sighs> Yeah, people really like that story, and, like, I mm-hmm. just, I'm not, like, a huge Fallout fan, and right. I never played New Vegas, uh, but people seem to really like it. And just in, in general, Obsidian has had a lot of trouble with, like, 
getting sequels like that. Like, they did Knights of the Old Republic 2, but not Knights of the Old Republic 1. So, like, the original was Bioware, and then they basically just did the same thing they did with New Vegas, where they took the engine, but then they weren't given enough time to finish it. Like, they have had all kinds of awful things happen, like, they funding falls through at the end of a project, or, like, they're like, oh, fuck, we have to put this out now, which I believe is what happened in the case of Knights of the Old Republic 2. Mm-hmm. But, like, they make good games, and I they're always, like, very good RPG-style games. Like, Pillars of Eternity is more similar to, like, classic, like, Baldur's Gate-style shit. And people seem to really like it. Like, I, instead of that, I chose Divinity to play, which is, like, very similar right. in terms of what it is. Um, so, I yeah, they make that kind of thing, and they are they have a very good writing team, and they definitely used to have a way stronger writing team. But I think that this would be a good pickup for Microsoft because it's just, like western style rpgs and when they literally just have halo and gears and forza right now it's like they have to have something and people would buy these games right like it's not like right and so my thought with this is too they microsoft recently said that they wanted to also start focusing more on the pc market that is what this would be. Yes. It's yes. because like Pillars of Eternity is like a fucking PCS PC game. So if they make they continue doing what they are doing right now, it would be more of a PC centric thing. So who knows if it would even be an Xbox thing? I f- I can't imagine Microsoft making a game and it not being on Xbox. I don't know. I could see that happening. Because they I mean they're even working on keyboard and mouse support on the Xbox. They are. So and, we'll and, see. And realistically, I mean the X is the xbox the x is probably powerful enough to play pretty much oh it is but like those games have like fucking like one two one through ten and then like 800 keys that are like fucking so i I, all that stuff i mean so the fact that they're working on the keyboard and mouse support i i think it's possible that i i assume what they're looking to do is basically turn the xbox into basically a gaming computer more or less i would think that is their whole goal oh man but obsidian is partnering with someone else right now to make a game and i can't remember who that is but i i would guess that they would still be working on that right yeah i I, that's kind of where it gets tricky is when they they get purchased what they're working on does it get scrapped or is it going to release release everywhere well in that in that case it was something that they had like they would have signed a contract so they would have had to do it oh they worked on the stick of truth that south park game oh yeah they did yes shit and then the second one ubisoft one of their internal teams worked on uh fractured butthole yeah, I can't find this game. I'm thinking of because I that, sw- I yeah, swear I they were in a partnership with someone right now making a game. Ooh boy, Knights of the Old Republic three that was <laughs> supposed to be real. Ooh, canceled yeah. products. Yeah. Yes, Pillars of Eternity. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. As I said, I don't know a ton about Obsidian. I don't really. I don't think they make games that are quite up my alley. They make more RPGs, which I occasionally i'm interested in playing an rpg but i usually just don't have the the time yeah so like their whole their whole thing is like they make the sequels to games that people loved 
Mm-hmm. Like they made Neverwinter Nights two as well, and they did Knights of the Republic two, and they did New Vegas, which was after Fallout three. Like that was like their bread and butter for a long time, and I think they did a good job. Yes, uh, it also seems like they were basically they weren't quite a third party; they were more second party, just kind of working with all the bigger companies and just working on these side projects that the bigger companies didn't really want to have one of their own studios work on yeah except then there was alpha protocol right and i think that bombed but it was pretty cool i thought it was awesome and i would like to see them be able to make something like that again no what was that was that xbox 360 uh yeah it was 360 era so 360 i think it came out on ps3 and pc as well i just watched really play it on 360 so i don't know for sure um but yeah it was that was a cool thing and i i am personally glad that microsoft made those studio acquisitions because like what was happening nothing (laughs) like i just there i got so upset because like they were doing what seemed like everything correctly like they were doing the backwards compatibility thing with 360 and fucking original xbox games like they were digging themselves out of the hole that they created at the start of this generation and then they were just like fucking jack shit like they canceled all those like interesting cool looking games that's People claim we're never going to come out anyways because they were in development trouble, but, like, Scalebound looked cool, the Phantom Dust sequel looked cool, or remake, whatever the fuck it was. And then, like, Crackdown is the only one that they didn't really cancel, and that seems to be a shit show still. That, and then earlier this year, Rare uh, had the the game uh, Sea of Thieves. Thieves. Yeah, and I, I don't think that did what they had expected it to. No, I mean... And, and, I mean, really, I mean, you look at this year, the only good game they have is Forza, which we'll be talking about later, which is fantastic. Yeah, it's but... a very good game, but, like, that is what that studio does. Right. Like, they put out a numbered Forza, and then they put out a Horizon, but it is, like, Turn 10 does more of, like, the actual Forza, and then Playground does Horizon right. more. So it's, like, it's just so weird that that is what they became because like last generation with 360 like they were he- they were dominating on a level that was unprecedented yes like halo was like peak and was Gears halo of War, peak or was that more halo 3 at the beginning of okay. the 360s life cycle yeah that, it was that, like... and then gears probably took over after yeah and i mean even like reach was still uh bungie at that point and like people loved halo reach also i think right. Four was where the popularity kind of started to wane on Halo because that was when they transitioned to three four three. Yes, because Bungie yes. got out of there. But yeah, it's it's just weird to see such a one eighty turn. I mean, well, hey, fucking Sony did it the previous generation from PS two to PS three, so I guess it's not that weird. But did they? But they consistently put out like solid games, didn't they? They did. Like Microsoft or bleh, Sony puts out consistent first party games, but like. If you look at the PS2 and then to the PS3, oh, yeah, it is like yeah. a horrific failure. Yes, the P- in comparison. I mean, the PS2 is one of the best consoles, like best selling consoles. Well, but yeah, time. I mean, they also dug themselves in a hole there. The fucking PS3 launched at six hundred dollars. Yes, they used an architecture that was like impossible to code properly and optimize for. And like it just, it did not pan out the way that they had intended, and like all the systems they built were like not <laughs> user friendly, and it was just weird. And the worst part about the PS3 is. They were selling it like 
twice as much as you know Xbox, and they were still losing money on that too. Yeah, for <laughs> a long, long time. I, yeah, like so, it's weird to. I mean, it's normal for the company for them to go back and forth yes. in this way, but it just. It seems so strange for Microsoft to just like drop off the face of the earth in terms of quality first party releases. Yes. Yeah, I mean it's just as I said this year they have one. Yes. Yeah, well, I guess see if these came out this year, right? Well, one quality. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if you want to say yes. that Steve is not quality, then I guess yeah. But I because they used to have Fable and they don't do that, and that's the rumor is that Playground is going to make right. a Fable, but like they haven't announced that even so like that's probably like years off yes most likely i would maybe even next generation at this point i it just seems so weird because they were so i mean i guess i never really was interested in a lot of that like i didn't care about halo and gears was cool but i didn't have a 360 then so it was like yeah i don't know yeah i I, i've I've been wanting to try Fable. I am curious about Fable. It is interesting. I Fable Two is very good. Fable One is like pretty. Don't don't go back to that. It's really <laughs> rough now. But Fable Two, I really played that for like hundreds of hours, and I remember playing it myself. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, three is not that good. They I, did some uh, changes to the mechanics and stuff that were like, mm, oh, okay. I don't know about this one. Mm-hmm. It was like. Then there's a part near the end of the game where, like, there's a point of no return, but they don't tell you, and then you can never go back and do... It's fucked up. Oh, that's... Halo... The, Fable 3 was weird and reviewed kind of poorly. Uh, 2 is very good, though. Oh, especially okay. with all the DLC. You could probably get it for, like, super cheap. Backwards well, it's compatible, on, yeah. It's on Xbox Game Pass. Oh, okay. So. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Which I've been kind of wondering... I mean, it's obvious that Xbox did that because they were losing so poorly. I'm wondering if next generation they take off as the number one guys. They can't go back on the Xbox Game Pass where, like, all new releases are not on Xbox No, Game they Pass. can't. And but, I mean, like, Sony's doing the same thing as Game Pass with PlayStation Now, though. Not to the point where, like, day one... No, I know, not day one with, like, those releases, but right. I mean, like, they have the capability to say that. Yes. Which, I mean, they probably wouldn't because of how well their first-party games are selling currently. Yes. But they could just do that, and it would be, like, not that big a deal. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm wondering, is if Xbox is going to keep that going, because I... I can't imagine they they can't go back on it. They may raise it, the rates or something. I would say that they would probably raise the rates soon. I mean, I haven't looked because I just got Game Pass for PC this past week. Right. And, like, I don't want to play anything on there other than Forza, so... I mean, there I, I have a few more things that I want to play around with, specifically Gears of War 4 and a few other things. Mm, I wonder if that... I don't know if you can download that for PC on game. Yes, you can. Okay, well, I don't really want to play 4, but that's interesting. Yes. And I wonder, because Halo 5 was not a... Mm, I don't know if it's PC, if there's a PC port. I think there... Oh, I'm trying to think. There was one of them that there wasn't. Maybe it was 4. I know the the Master Chief Collection... Does not. Does not have, yeah. you know, computer... Maybe five does. I'll have to look into Maybe. it. But it's yeah, it's just weird. Yes. And like the games that are available are not like 
in parity across both. Yes. Like, especially for, like, the 360 games and stuff like that. Like, you can't download those. No, not on PC. Yeah, which makes sense, because they'd have to emulate it on your PC and stuff like that, and then people would just steal that emulation technology yes. way easier than they are already. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Microsoft is just a weird thing, and I am, I'm glad that they are possibly going to buy Obsidian. And I, there had been all kinds of rumors that they were looking to buy more studios, and I would think that they probably are still in talks to buy other studios as well. But the bummer is that like the payoffs from them buying those studios will not be seen for like four years ish. I would say three years at best. And like then, uh, I can never fucking remember the name of the people who make uh, State of Decay. It's like Dead oh. Ink or like. Yes. Play Dead I Studios forgot, or I forgot something. State of Decay came out this year. It did. People really like that. But like that is they were all that was already a Microsoft exclusive game yes. that they had paid them to make and they're like, oh, I guess we'll just buy you then. Oh, like that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of those studios where I kind of assumed that they were already owned by yes, Microsoft. Yes, same. So that was I've when they said that I was like, Oh, okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense, I guess. Um Oh, you can play that on Game Pass. I am alright okay. without playing the zombies. Because that one I even downloaded on my computer. Mm. People really like State of Decay. I just don't like zombies at all. So it, Basically, most of what Microsoft puts out I, is not for me. Right. Like, I'm not even close to what the target demographic is, but I think Game Pass is a cool yes. service. I mean, it's 10 bucks a month and whatever. Yeah, so. I mean, it, to me, it's worth it. If they release two games, it's worth worth because i mean it's 120 dollars for the year two games is 60 dollars so yeah but i mean even then if you like play what you want to play you can cancel it and then resubscribe yes. the month that whatever game you want to actually play comes out so right. it like i mean it's i don't know it's like a win-win scenario basically oh absolutely ten dollars is not that expensive for something like that especially when you'd be paying literally sixty dollars per release right so it's like you're saving money at that mm-hmm. point because you can play them all at the same time oh another game that you should look into uh is doom i don't know if that is on pc but it is definitely on game pass i wonder worst case scenario if you really wanted to play i could it. just play it on my xbox yes. one right now but yeah that i would wonder i wonder about that because yeah, I don't know that any of the third party yeah, ones I are. Doubt, I, I doubtful. Yeah, because I think that they would want the sales through Steam or whatever the fuck. Did they right. make a launcher? Is there a Bethesda, uh, Bethesda launcher? I don't remember. They're they're, all, they all have a launcher. Yeah, there might be at this point. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's cool. And Microsoft. Right. And... Yeah, I mean, I, I think more competition with Sony is a good thing. I also do. I, I've always said this, and that's mm-hmm. why I like. I think that the console wars mentality is stupid, and it always upsets me <laughs> because it's just like yeah, Xbox is better than PlayStation, mm-hmm. and like why isn't this coming to Xbox? Why isn't this coming to PlayStation? It's like because fucking competition is good in this space because it pushes them to actually offer you a better service and put out better stuff. I. The one weird thing is I feel like Nintendo gets away with it. Everyone just accepts the fact that like I can't play Zelda. They do, but they are they are like 
in a league of their own now. Yes. Like, it, I mean, not that they're like better. It's just like they are not trying to directly compete with Microsoft and Sony anymore no. because they can't with the horsepower that uh, they have they put into the Switch. I mean, it's it's a handheld thing. Like, obviously, fucking you can't do the same thing. Right. Otherwise, it would be the world's thickest handheld, right? But they just like they get to scoot along in their weird other yeah. dimension over there, and they still. They're doing very well for themselves yes. right at this moment. I some of the things that they do just are absolutely fucking baffling still. Like some of the way the online stuff works, like how it's still peer to peer and shit like that, and it's bad. But yeah. yeah. I mean they've always been behind when it comes to like online stuff and they just always seem like just slightly out of touch with anything that is really going on. And then they, like, trip and fall onto a gold mine, and they're like, oh, shit. I don't even know if they trip and fall. I mean, like, they're just very polar opposites. I mean, when they make games, I mean, they're quality games, but everything else about them just is questionable. Yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) So, but in terms of the PS4... How about those sweet PSN messages that people are getting that brick their consoles? That was interesting. I I changed my security settings to be friends only messages because I guess people were sending them out at random. Right. And I mean that that kind of stuff happens uh I think it happened on the 360 as well. It's like basically like people can send a string of characters. Yes. A specific string of characters that like does something to the code and then it just breaks the console. It was. Um, it actually did happen to. I think like iPhones. I think a few years maybe. ago. Because like people also do this kind of shit in games all the time. Like right. in Dark Souls, like or in just specific games where people have like hacked gear and they come into your game and it basically like oh fuck now my character's corrupted and I can't load my save and all kinds of stupid bullshit that happens. But for it to actually happen to like a three hundred dollar piece of technology is wild. But, I mean, it wasn't breaking it. It was just... It was a very easy fix. Well, but it was forcing factory resets on the... You couldn't do anything unless you factory reset it. What you could do is you could sign on the computer, delete the message, and then it was working. Oh, interesting. That's still... Or you could go on your phone or whatever. Baffling, yeah. So, Hmm. so apparently Sony's fixed it now. Um, I wasn't too worried because I, at the time, I hadn't turned my PlayStation on and, like... Three weeks. I had, man. How was I going to play DJ Max Respect if I can't, if I get this shitty message? Right. <laughs> fucked up. Um, I kind of assumed it, people were getting messages that were more online as well. Because, like, who's going to just randomly message oh, me? Oh, all the time. I get those sweet oh, cam do. girl bots constantly. Still. Yeah. I haven't gotten them in a very long time. I just got one the other day, and I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is happening? I've been appearing offline for, like, four months or something. How... <laughs> It's always the same. Right. Hey, I'm going to be getting off soon. <laughs> Come talk to me. And it's like, well, fucking what? Yeah. The last time before this most recent one I got while I was watching the live action Avatar The Last Airbender movie, and I kept sending it quotes from the movie, <laughs> and it really didn't know what was going on, and it became very clear how much of a bot it was. Yes. Cause you can li- and then I realized I was just sending random gibberish, and it would respond as if I had actually said something, and I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, that, that's always the best when you just, like, 
a send in. Yeah, and then, and then it's like, <laughs> whoa. And then I remember that one because I was like, can we just get to the part where you send me the link to the cam girl site? Because right. like, you're going to keep messaging me over and over again. And I don't want that. And it was just like, mm-hmm. oh no, I'm not a bot. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't say that. I said, send me the link. And it's just, yeah, those, I had gotten a lot less of those recently until that. And then huh. I saw this like a couple days later and I was like, hmm, interesting. Mm. Yeah. But. I mean, I get the point of, you know, those, they're trying to get people to. To click their weird link that's probably not even to a cam girl and just steals all your info. Yes. Yeah. But like, I don't understand the whole like bricking your playstation people are dickheads like that is what it comes down to like that's why people grief people in mmos and stuff like that like just to be a dick like there usually is no positive benefit Mm -hmm. it's just fucked up yeah i just like i can't do that to people it's like when people like ddos sony and microsoft's networks on christmas yeah it's just like for fucking what purpose like that's already happening naturally by people getting consoles on christmas so like you don't have to even really add to it for it to fuck up so yeah people just suck that's that's what really is the case and i think that's a big reason why i just don't play online much anymore yeah i I don't really very much for many things anyways Mm because i prefer to play single player but right i don't know i Mm -hmm. just sometimes people gotta send me a message right right so don't send me this stupid bullshit yikes all right and so then speaking of depressing garbage town Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming out next Friday. Um, And it will probably be really good. And Rockstar has a pedigree for making great games. And it has been well known. So this this last time when Red Dead 1 came out, wives of people at the studio wrote an open letter to Rockstar talking about how awful the work conditions were and how they were working like 12 to 14 hour days at the end and like it's not a way to live basically and they are right right and this has been an issue in games forever i was gonna say this is not just a rock no it is not a rock star thing and so that this bugs me in two ways so basically to to elaborate the hauser brothers run rockstar they do a majority of the writing and they like never do interviews like ever so the fact that this interview even happened i think it was with the new yorker or something Mm -hmm. they one of them i don't remember their names offhand uh he said that yeah at one point we were working 100 hour weeks just like casually and it's like no that's not a thing that happens yeah like you don't just casually do that and so then he clarified and was like no it was just me and the three other writing like writing leads and Mm -hmm. it was like oh that makes it way better it was just you and three other people that were working 100 hour weeks and like what does that say about the work environment of the rest of the studio and that they he basically tried to say like they oh well it's fine we've worked together for 12 years and like it's not that big a deal like we wanted to get this done we know how to work with each other and like that might be true right you can't do that to your like that's working 14 hour days for seven days a week man yeah and like that has like there are studies like that has like the most detrimental effect on your brain and your work so if you're actually trying to get that kind of work done like it's not helpful to the product or to the people so there has to be a point at least in that where someone's got to be like you guys got to go home 
Mm-hmm. Like, even if someone is choosing to work that much overtime, because, like, hey, I'd like to get paid working a 100-hour week, that shit would be insane. But then you have to work a 100-hour week. I know, and that's what I did. So, so like, there there is a certain point where people have to be like, go home. Right. And, and I feel like this is something that is, like, slowly destroying the video game industry in general. Like, if you look at some of the things that came out of Telltale when all those people got fired, was, like... Yeah, we were working, Mm. like, fucking 80-hour weeks with, like, no extra pay and, like, all kinds of crazy shit. And basically, a bunch of people started tweeting afterwards, like, don't do that. Like, it's not worth it. The company doesn't care about you. Like, you are an expendable person. Mm -hmm. Like, the video game industry isn't unionized in that way. Right. So, don't do that. Mm -hmm. And so, like... What uh, the other thing that bothers me is this blew up this week. Like it was on news articles everywhere. I, I saw people talking about it who I would never normally see talking about this kind of thing. And what really bothers me about it is like one that it is happening, and two that this is the one that people decided to latch onto because it happens all the time. Yeah. Like I think it was last month or the month before Waypoint ran like a huge series about like crunch in the workplace and they did interviews with a bunch of different people like they were interviewing people at e3 like asking like oh how does your studio deal with crunch and all this kind of stuff and it's like the way video games are made they take a lot of effort and they're kind of backloaded with the work like it's like not as bad in the beginning and then as you get closer to release like more people have their part that they can work on and it just it's not a good system. No, and I and the only <laughs> the only alternative is it would just take longer for games. To yes, be. and like I personally don't have a problem with that. No. Like if the game is still gonna be good and like your employees actually like their job and have a good lifestyle, right? Like that's awesome. But it is very weird to me that this kind of thing still happens. But this is the one that set everybody off. This yes. is the time. Because all that stuff with Telltale devs talking about it recently, like, I I saw people talking about that, but not in the same way that this Mm -hmm. was like, how could this happen? And then, like, if his, not that I'm saying that his clarification statement is even true, that it was only him and three other people, I, fuck, man, that probably happens with all the programmers at that studio. And whether they're doing it or not is, or, or of their own volition is irrelevant. It's just... Uh, why is this the one? You know what I mean? Because well, it's happens. just a high, high enough profile release. Right. Like, I watched the fucking Double Fine documentary about them making Broken Age, which is a mm-hmm. small level game. In the documentary, one of the people working on it stays up so many nights that she gets sick. Mm-hmm. And like has, and it's just like, that's the kind of thing that happens. Like, your body isn't meant to do that. No. And I will say, I mean... You and I, we really, our jobs don't really expect this kind of stuff. Exactly. This, this is not uncommon in a lot of engineering. And where I, like, it, towards the end, I, and I think that's just, I would, I'm guessing that's just kind of like, I don't know if it's Western culture or just all cultures. I have no idea because I don't know how, if Japan yeah. is like this as well. And like the fact, but the fact that it is like normalized in most, right. in most places is absolutely mm-hmm. insane and, and it shouldn't be and like that's why like people don't want to talk about like video game companies unionizing and stuff because it would mean a whole bunch of things but like something has to change eventually 
Because what the fuck is going to happen when all these people who are like 30 years old are like totally spent. Right. And there's no one else to take their place. Right. I, I, I would understand. I understand occasionally you have to, you know, probably work oh, a 14 yeah. hour shift. But like that should just be towards the end, maybe one or two times the last week where you're crunching. It shouldn't be. I assume that goes on for weeks. It goes on for weeks, sometimes months, especially right. in a case of a game yes. of this fucking size. Yes. And so one thing that I think is kind of good that has been happening more recently is the video game industry is now getting slightly older. And so the people who started it, like when they were in their, like, I don't know, late teens, early Mm -hmm. 20s, they're becoming older and they are, like, having families of their own and stuff. Right. And, like, you can't just be like, hey, sorry, I have a kid now, but I have to be here Mm -hmm. for fucking a hundred hours a week like it just doesn't work like that yes and so i have that's why i've seen this discussion i think come up a lot more and how crunch is just like not sustainable and it's bad for the video game industry in general i've seen that crop up a lot more so i think that things will start to be done about it i my hope is that this one getting as much publicity as it did that it will continue to do that going forwards Mm -hmm. when like fucking naughty dog comes out again and says like yeah we were working insane hours like they did there was some other studio that also said like yeah we totally do this and it was just like i i I get that it is a requirement to get your Mm -hmm. game out sometimes but it is just it is not a sustainable thing for the people or the company and what i think extra sucks about it is like Sometimes it's not the person's choice, right? Right. It's like you either have to do this or you're going to get fired or like something else because the amount of people who want to get into the video game industry is a lot. Like people go to school to program and stuff and like there are replacements for these people. Yes. And like even though these people might have experience, like they can just get somebody else to do it who would be more than willing at first to be like, oh, I can prove myself in this way. And I think that just sucks. I don't know, man. Right. But, uh, transitioning out of this, unless you were going to say something else. No, I, I don't really have anything else to add. I, I will say that I know, I, and it, it all depends on the company and everything. Like, I was just listening to a podcast with uh, Game Informer, and they had some developers from Insomniac. And one of the guys, I mean, like, while the team was, like, having parties, he was off just, like, coding by himself. I mean, like, he seemed like the type that was probably working <laughs> these 15-hour days, but, like, yeah. that was all his choice. I don't remember the, the his name or anything, but they they seemed like cool guys over at Insomniac. They're never well, yeah, really going to say, like, like, yeah, it's really shitty working there, but it, it seemed like there was probably a crunch. Like, every game has, has like, these late crunches, but it seems like... At least this guy, it seemed like he was just doing it all himself. So yeah, and I, I, that that also was the case. Like if you watch that Double Fine documentary about the making Broken Age, that's a case for most of them as well. Right, and it's like they want to be able to do that. But Double Fine specifically was like, yeah, we they would tell mm. people no. Right, like and I remember there were specifically a couple people who they would like the camera crew would go and they'd be like, oh yeah, like they're working late. What are you doing? He's like, I got a fucking son, man. I'm going home. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he, he, he said like, yeah, I used to be able to do that. And like, I used to want to, but Mm -hmm. I just can't anymore. It's not. And like, they are cool with that. Like it is that kind of studio culture. 
but yeah, I, the people at Naughty Dog seem really cool too. Like if you mm-hmm. watch interviews and stuff like that, but you never know what's happening behind the scenes. Yes. And that's why I think it's crazy that Rockstar, their social media team also put out a statement, an internal email mm-hmm. telling them that now that's okay to share all their work experiences. She's like, oh boy, <laughs> can't wait for that. Because yeah. I, I assume that most of them will be overwhelmingly positive, uh, but who who knows? Yeah. You could get some wild, wild shit. I think people are still going to be a little hesitant to say anything too I also negative. think that. So that's like, mm-hmm. I work a retail job, and all yeah. the time they will give us these anonymous surveys that we have to use our user ID and password to log into, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Really anonymous. <laughs> Top notch. Yeah, we get that at my job as well, and it's like, I know you guys can track the IP. Oh, yeah. I... <laughs> Now I just say in there exactly what I'm thinking and like give names and stuff, and I'm like, I that's fine. Mm-hmm. Come, come find me. Yeah, I'll tell you all about it. Because you have the luxury of working one day a week. Yeah, at that retail job now. So it's like, please come over yes. here. I will tell you all about these <laughs> awful work conditions. I'll be more than happy to. Um, but yeah, transitioning out of this. Yes. Uh, I- I wanted to talk about dreams. I don't know if you've heard anything recently. Did that about just get? It? De- was that? Did that get delayed along with Days Gone? I not that I know of. Something got delayed along with Days Gone. That's what I thought it was. Was dreams. no. I wanted to talk about this because uh, Game Informer did like this whole big. They do cover stories every month, and this month it was dreams. And I just kind of wanted to talk about it because I don't know how much do you know really what a, what dreams is. I know that it is like Little Big Planet, but with sculpting and then you can like make whatever kind of game you want it it's less of a game it's kind of like little big planet but bigger it's but it's less of a game and more of a just a straight up game engine that you can just create whatever game you want to make uh it sounds interesting and it sounds very ambitious to the point where the developers of dreams in an ideal world would love to have a system where people can create games in dreams and then sell it on the PlayStation Store and make money off of their games. Hmm. Uh, so this, just everything about it, it sounds like this is a game if you own a PlayStation. This is a must-buy. Mm-hmm. Just because it's going to be full of user-created content. And uh, and whatever you're into, if you want to just play some RPGs, you can go in there and you're going to find some user-created RPGs. And... and they have created a lot of different uh, s- scenarios and situations. Like one of them, uh, they've created this. It's kind of like YouTube, where you can just kind of like start playing a game and then just play it for thirty seconds, and then if you're not into it, you just skip to the next one, and you can just keep doing this over and over again. You can create playlists where maybe like it's a very short, like five minute game, and you can just kind of play through it. It sounds like a just an awesome kind of. I, I hesitate to call it a game because it doesn't even really sound like a game. It's more like, you know, like the RPG maker on PC mm. where you but you, instead of making RPGs, you can make whatever you want. Yeah, which I mean Little Big Planet was sort of like that. Yes, as well. but you were limited to Little Big Big Planet like basically platforming where this they mm. said you can make anything. You can make an RTS, you can make a racing game. It's and they have it set up where you can either use a, um, a controller or you can use uh, the PlayStation Move controllers, mm-hmm. which I guess like <clears throat> it, it it's hard to get used to. But like 
I, apparently they can just whip things up so quickly now. The the developers of of dreams. Yeah. And so that's the kind of thing that I always, I like little big planet and concept. Right. And then I have to play it, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh no. Well, no, because this... I don't like the way it feels. But I I always like seeing what comes out of it because mm-hmm. people make really cool stuff, and this I think will be the same. This is going to be much bigger to the point where they actually, you can. You can even manipulate the physics of mm-hmm. any game you're making. So yeah, yeah. it there's a good chance that you could play three different platformers and they're all going to feel very different because people are going to have different physics. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is much more than just like even just like a Mario Maker. It is, but this is like the direct evolution of what Little Big Planet yes. was uh, trying yeah, to. I mean, especially Little Big Planet too. Like you could do. Mm-hmm similar kinds of things in that where it wasn't necessarily a platformer anymore right and stuff like that this is just the next step from that and it seems like they focused more on making the tools like intuitive and easy to use whereas in little big planet you have to watch like fucking 800 hours of tutorials to be able to make like a fucking simple thing that is not that good anyways Mm -hmm. i I had read a, a couple of previews from people who had played it and they seemed to be able to get the hang of it really quickly like you said so I, I hope that that is the case. I will not, because I never get good at those kinds of creation things. But playing things other people made, I always think is really cool. Yes, and and I guess there's even, like, if you're really into it, because there are going to be thousands and thousands of tutorials, they actually have a, a system set up where there's a picture-in-picture, picture where you can have the tutorial up on one part of the screen, and then you can be working on another. Hmm. So they've really kind of thought this through, that you can basically create an entire game on your playstation because obviously that wouldn't be the most ideal place to make a a video game but if the engine is intuitive enough i mean we could see some great games in there and maybe someday those games could be sold on the playstation store which would be awesome for the the people creating them because Mm -hmm. that's going to be even more of a motivation to you know you know make the best games they possibly can yeah and also there's going to be, I, I just remembered this, there's going to be a collaboration uh, system where people are going to get rated in different ways. So like if you're very good at making music, people will rate you as being very good with music. So then you can, so then if you're making a game and you're like, man, I need a good musician, I can then just contact this one person. So there's going to be like a whole uh, system not only for like the games finding the games but also finding people to collaborate to make the games so yeah i always thought it looked cool mm-hmm. and maybe someday it will come out yes um it sounds like you know they were able to create games at game informer so yeah hopefully it's gonna come out they always get access to that kind of stuff because i remember when they wrote about fortnite for the first time like maybe six years ago (laughs) and they played fortnite right or what fortnite was then i mean Um, it's still that it's still technically it is still that but it was much earlier than it actually became available to literally anyone Mm -hmm. um so yeah i think because they're the last like major print magazine they get access to stuff that other places do not at all get Yes. And so hopefully it, it does come out in 2019. They were, a couple of them were saying like potentially 2019. Uh, they they estimated 2019, 2020. Because so. that was announced a while ago. It was. And then they didn't, they haven't really talked about it. Sony hasn't. No, but they like, do you remember that at their E3 press conference this year? 
like the transitions between things were yes. like by that guy made in dreams or whatever the fuck and then they didn't acknowledge that even a little mm-hmm. bit that was really weird yes uh but yeah i that that's cool i mm-hmm. i would like to see what comes out of this yes and uh, i guess there is a small single player mode which it's just kind of like hey create this and create that type of thing hmm. but apparently they made the entire game in the dreams engine or the dream yeah, game yeah. so like the single player is is made all in there the only limitation they said was no fmv that makes sense mm-hmm. because you can't have dicks in your game <laughs> uh that's kind of one a bad thing. curation but that's yes. not no good that that is one thing that i'm curious about is like people could in theory just be like i made super smash brothers and the engine would be could potentially feel exactly the same and so i think that's going to be the hard part for sony is just kind of keeping an eye on <clears throat> all the franchises that you know probably shouldn't be on a playstation platform. yeah they will have to if, especially if they're going to sell it they will have to be much more careful about yes, that kind of curated, thing yes but i don't know so what i was thinking of was days gone was delayed right again that game's never going to come out and mm. everybody says it sucks in every preview and it's driving me nuts cancel it or just be done with it yeah i i just don't care i don't either but it got delayed again when did it get delayed? Like, today or yesterday. Oh, okay. I didn't even... And also, the other one I was thinking of that I thought was Dreams was Concrete Genie. Did I watch that trailer with you? Yes, because you fr- th- you didn't know anything about I didn't, it. I did but I think it looks really cool. Yeah. And so now I'm bummed. It was by, like... Days Gone was delayed by two months. I didn't see how long Concrete Genie was delayed, but it's like a puzzle adventure game right. that I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. That one always looked good. Mm-hmm. Like, it looked like it had basic mechanics and it was working. Days Gone did not look like that ever, I don't think. No. So we will see what happens there. No, Sony already has a zombie Damn, game uh, that people care about. Days Gone is just... Contracted Crackdown 3 Syndrome. It's, uh, yes. it's not a good one. God, I remember at E3, there were just like a ton of zombie games coming out. What was that... Uh, it was just an acronym. It was like it wasn't fuck. My, get the fuck out. GTO. GTFO. G. Have we heard anything else about that game or not that I'm aware of? Okay. Because that one, it was just like, oh look, another game that's exactly like everything else. That... I I don't know, but Days Gone is weird because it, right. one, why did they make that? I like I know that sucks to say because like people are working hard on that game, but it just like. Even initially, like it seemed like they were trying to position it as like this huge first party release, and now it seems like they're trying to bury it as fast as humanly possible. Like they've got the shovels in hand, mm-hmm. and that game's gonna come out and it's gonna like die on the vine. Right. And it, it's just so strange to me. Yeah, I just. Like it's gotta have so many issues for it to have been delayed in the ways that it was. I'm guessing it's. And for them to be like, oh, well, we can't really show it. And then anyone who has played it is like, oh, no, no, that's not good. I'd be willing to bet the issue is uh, there's too many zombies. I guess, but then, like, take out some fucking zombies. I don't know. I, I But the, the whole gimmick is the whole. A that lot is of... the whole gimmick. Don't build your fucking gimmick around fitting as many things on a screen <laughs> as you can at once. Yeah, that's... I, I, I'm willing to bet that's It's a well-known issue. issue for all things. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. That's why I don't know how Cyberpunk is going to fucking run. 
See how many people are there? Oh man, that demo's crazy. But that's on like the most powerful. It, yes, PC. so that's what that's what's going to be the next downgrade controversy mm-hmm. is people are going to be like, "There's not as many people in this on the PS4," and you're going to be like, "You fucking course not, man." And, and I'll give you, I prefer it because then I don't have to walk around so many people. Because yeah. how annoying is that sometimes? We're like, I'm trying to walk through this crowd and there's too many people. To speak about downgrade controversy real quick, they just updated Spider-Man today uh, for the DLC and they added New Game Plus and a harder difficulty. They changed some things in photo mode and they added stickers that are puddles. <laughs> <laughs> so you can put like these dope puddle stickers. <laughs> and so I saw someone take the exact screenshot from Puddlegate and just put a bunch of puddle stickers all over it. And that's great. <laughs> Somebody at Insomniac's having fun. Yeah. So that's awesome. Uh so yeah, I guess we'll transition mm-hmm. into what we've been playing. I will start real quick because I beat Dragon Quest for realsies. Okay. And that's it. I don't have anything to say about it. I like the ending. I beat it. Is it worth the extra, what, like 30, 40 hours? I thought so. Nukio texted me and he does not like where it is going. Okay. We'll see how it pans out because he just started the last section. Uh, I know a couple other people who beat it and they really liked it, but I think that the ending will only hit you... If you have a knowledge of previous Dragon Quest games, like the very ending, the very ending, like post credits, it has like it shows every Dragon Quest game from the past. Okay, it shows like four separate screens all going at once, and it's like oh, Dragon Quest one, and it shows the final boss and all this stuff. So it's like basically like the culmination of everything that has happened in Dragon Quest to where it is now, and it has some pretty meaningful stuff if you have played Dragon Quest before. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I liked it a lot. How was like the last 30, 40 hours? Was it repetitive or was it? Yes. I think that is what most people will be down on is it is repetitive, but for a very specific reason. Okay. Um, I don't want to get into like spoilers yeah, or something, yeah. but it is like you go to the same areas a lot in that game. Uh, so I think that a lot of people will be burned out by the time they get to the third act, which like if you just stop playing the game after the credits roll and like you were satisfied, mm-hmm. you can do that. Right. Like it's a, decent ending mm-hmm. um i just I, yeah i like the true ending quite a bit so. right i was just kind of wondering your thoughts on like the ending and everything no so yeah that's a good. little bit more so okay all right so and then we'll transition to mario party super mario party yes uh that is it's a solid mario party game i, I, I well, it's fucking better than 10 and 9 combined and 8 i didn't like uh, 8 has some good mini games no though. it doesn't it does too there's the one where you shake the soda can Okay, I guess it has some solid mini games, but like, eight is the longest experience of your life. It is very long. Yes, like a twenty minute mat or twenty minute or twenty round game takes like three hours probably. Also, I feel like seven is one of the best ones. So going from that to eight was like, oh boy, right? What happened here? But yeah, so they're not in the stupid fucking car that you all roll the die to go through anymore. Yeah. They removed the star bits mechanic, and it is basically like what Mario Party used to be like. You roll a die, you move the spaces, you either get coins or you don't. You use your coins to buy a star, you play a mini game at the end of every turn. And the so, so the things that I can think of that are like very different are each character has their own specific die. Die, yes. So like for Bowser, for example, you can choose to either run the regu- regular one, which is one through six. One through six. And then you have Bowser's, which the first three... So what would be one, two, and three are instead like you lose three coins. And then it's like 
seven, eight, nine, and ten. So something like that. Eight, nine, and ten. Yeah. I so, so they have like their own special ones that either you can get or lose coins, or they're just specific. So like, what's one like Shy Guys is like all fours except for one. Yes, and I, I was gonna say Wario's. I think is like four sixes, and then like two minus two coins or something yeah so like it's like they each have their pros and cons so you could try to do that to move big or mm-hmm. like some of them are just move consistently some of them are just terrible like monty mole has like all low ones and he loses coins and it's like yeah why is this a thing um but but it is an interesting mechanic and i can see where they were coming from i think it gives people more of a reason to pick a character other than like man i think peach is dope mm-hmm like they actually have their own like actual gameplay differences, so that's cool. Um, the stages are all way smaller. The stages are a lot and smaller. I don't know how I feel about that at all. I think it, in one sense, it does make it smaller, but like in past memory, like when when you you'd play like a ten to fifteen round match, like you were lucky to get one star. Yes, but the thing that I don't like about the smaller maps is, like, it's... So you can also get allies. That's another new thing. Right. Is you'll land on an ally space, and it'll randomly pick another character from the cast, and you will get them. So then you can use that character's special die, but they also will roll next to you, no matter what, and they roll a die that's only got one through three. One or two. Is it two? Yes. Okay. So then they can add on to yours, right? But... You you can get up to, like, 14 in a turn. You can have up to four allies. I mean, fuck, you could probably have, like, 18. Right. Right? And when someone can buy more than one star in a turn because it just goes to the next thing in a row, that sucks. I mean, That's... it's really great for the person who's getting it yes. because you're like, oh, hell yeah. But for the other people, it's like, well, what the fuck? That's where I think programming needs to come in place where, like... They need to, like... Because there's there's obviously... It should be randomized, but it seems like a lot of the time that it is in a straight row of a specific thing. It should be randomized, but it should also recognize that this person just bought a star. It's got to go to the other side of the map. So it's got to go to a part yeah. of the side where they can't... They actually can't do it. Yes. And, I, yeah, it's just really strange. Because, like, we had multiple times people would roll and get two or three stars. And yes. you're like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. They have an insane advantage now. Um, so, so that I don't think is great, uh, but it's 50-50, because I feel like in older Mario parties, you would, like, barely get around the board. That's what I mean, so it, it is nice where, like, you can play a 10-round ten, ten match, and it feels satisfying, because everyone has at least two or three stars. Yeah, and you, like, actually see the mechanics of the board. Right. So, I, I like that part, um... There are only four boards, which I think is kind of that is, low. That's that's very low. Um, I I have a feeling they're gonna do the thing they do with every other most other first party Nintendo games, where they update it for free. I don't know if they will do boards, but I think they will add characters at least because like they modeled Birdo. Right. She's there, so they do could put th- Birdo in it. Do you think they would create boards as DLC? I would like that because they did that with Mario Kart. They did that with Mario Kart. But then they didn't do it with Mario Kart Deluxe. So, like, I, I, I don't know right. if that is something that they are still interested in doing is, like, paid DLC like that. Like, they did it with Splatoon. Was Splatoon was paid DLC? The Octolings DLC was paid DLC. The rest of it, like, adding the guns and stuff, that was free. Which, the Octolings, wasn't that just single player? Nope, because you, you would beat it and you could be the Octolings in multiplayer. Oh, okay. Um, 
and it was like pretty good single player content too from what i'm to understand but yeah it's 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 just weird and that seems like it's their new model to like launch a game that seems pretty bare bones and then add a lot to it over time like mario tennis they're doing that with adding characters and then like costumes and stuff it doesn't seem like they're doing any like stages or anything well that's a game like do they really need a lot of stages like no no but i'm just saying like they it just seems weird that they're adding the content especially in mario tennis where you would play some of those characters against them in single player when it came out they're like yeah but you can't play as blooper for four months and i was like what the fuck are you talking Mm -hmm. about it's there already yes um so i i hope they add to this game over time but I think that it will be characters and boards if they do anything. I don't think they'll add more mini games. Okay. Uh, unless that is paid DLC. Yeah, I, I'm just kind of curious because like characters are like the least interesting thing to add to Mario Party. Ideally, you'd want more boards and more mini games. Yes. I think they will add boards at some point. I don't think there will be more mini games hmm. because that would take way more effort. You really think so? Unless they ask for it to be paid for. I think yeah. Hmm. Um, but the minigames are pretty good yes. overall. I think it's cool because fuck 1-2-Switch, right? It's not great, but what? it was supposed to be the thing that showed off the HD rumble and what it could do. But my major issue with 1-2-Switch is it shouldn't have been $50. It should have been free for every... Well, no, it should have been packed in. But it also didn't do a good job of showing what the Switch could do, I think. Like, mm. there was one or two minigames. Like, there was the one where you have to, like, guess how many balls are click clacking in the thing yeah and like that worked well and it shows the rumble but i think mario party does it pretty well right because you have to hold the joy con sideways for all of them because you have to play it docked and it, it like makes good use of the joy cons and stuff like that but it also does the rumble pretty well like i can think of a couple there's the one with the boxes of nuts and like your character will pick it up and shake it right and then you'll be able to tell if there are more nuts in it or not and the other one is you're searing a piece of meat. Did you play this one? No, I did not. Okay, you're searing a piece of meat, and it rumbles until that side is cooked. It's like a cube. Mm-hmm. And then so when you know that side is cooked, you flip it, and you do it again until all the sides are cooked. Okay. And I thought that was a pretty good use of it as well. I think there are one or two other ones, but it was like it's Mario Party is a more full-fledged game than 1-2 Switch. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, I don't think that this game is like super fully featured for $60 personally. No. But but it's, it's a, better than one two switch that's yes. for sure so if it's, you're like wanting to buy something to like show off what the switch can do i think mario party is way better for that now absolutely and it's a solid you just can't take it too seriously i think that's one issue people have it depends i mean it's i mario party i find to be frustrating in many different ways so it's i don't know did you find it frustrating when we were playing on occasion I think that it, this one specifically has less random bullshit. Like, in terms of, like, oh, man, now you swap stars with your fucking friend. Right. It's just, like, the negatives seem to be way less now. It's just like, oh, man, I fucking rolled jack shit and got mm-hmm. on a negative three coin space or something. Yes. You can lose a star, as I did, to lose that one game. Yeah, I, and I lost one as well. Yeah, yes. and, like, that sucks. Uh, but I, it's not like the same like extreme bullshit that the other ones had i don't think yes the the chance there was there's no chance time yeah thankfully they'll add that in later paid dlc (laughs) the friend ender they'll call it (laughs) uh yeah i don't know i think it's a it's a fine game i just like 
It's sixty dollars, man. What would you say is a fair price for 30 it? Thirty bucks. I would pay thirty dollars for this. I would say it would be a good local multiplayer experience for thirty dollars. Yeah, because there's really the only online is playing mini games, correct? Uh huh. That's called Mario Thon or some shit, and I can't do it because I didn't pay for the Switch's online yet. Right. Um. Oh, they locked some characters. I thought that was a weird choice. They locked Diddy Kong and Donkey Kong. And, like, you have to fucking play a single-player mode to unlock two of them, which, like, mm. no one wants to play a single-player mode in Mario Party, man. Which, the single-player isn't awful. It's, it's not that bad. It's usually playing minigames by yourself. Yes. Which, you and I, we, we played we it together. We swapped off, and that wasn't that bad. No. But it just, like... And then you're, like, <laughs> you have to win these ones that are fucking total random chance. Yes. And you're like, well, this sucks shit. Yeah, that was... We both got stuck on a couple that it's just, like, I don't know, gets... Bang your head against the wall until you eventually complete it. Uh, yeah, like the one that was hot potato. That was fucking <laughs> insane. I don't. That's totally random. Oh, that was oh, fantastic. Man. When you had two left, it, when it was four people left and two of them were yours, and then they both were knocked out. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like. I I think that this game is fine. I think that it costs too much right now. It's a Nintendo game, so it'll never go down in price. Yeah. Uh, but also, definitely don't buy this if like it's you. Like if it's just you. If you're like, man, I just want to play Mario Party. Don't do that. Just if you have friends who you can get together with regularly, or you're gonna be with some friends, do that. Right. I like it. Just anytime I think about single player Mario Party, I'm like, well, boy, what a bummer. I just don't understand that game could absolutely handle online mario party with 100 percent. i i'm with you right there <laughs> it would be the perfect thing to have online actual mario party but they did not do that but then you couldn't even talk to the person anyways so. no you can i heard a first-hand account of people using voice chat in mario kart the other day oh wow you can do it with the online thing it like pops up and says like people are in a voice chat and then you hook your favorite headset up to your fucking phone and you well, join right in yeah who wants to no one wants to do that man i'm just saying you can do it because like Fortnite, you just plug it into the to the switch and then you can talk to people right on the right in the game look man you gotta go through the nintendo way you have to go not in Fortnite. well that's because Fortnite makes too much money and nintendo wants it on their platform but if you want to fucking talk to people in splatoon or mario kart you're gonna plug in your fucking headphones to your phone all right (laughs) And that's insane. But this game doesn't even fucking have online multiplayer, which I think is like a criminal act. I don't get it. And you can't use a pro control. Like, I get it that it's meant for the Joy-Con sideways, but, like, Mm -hmm. the fucking pro controller has motion control as well, so it's like a fucking catch-22. People will complain they can't use the pro controller, and then they'll complain that it's not as good with the motion controls. Motion controls aren't good anyways. You barely have to shake the fucking thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's a it, it's a fine game. I I wish that I was like as wowed with it as everyone else that I seem to come in contact with is. I'm not wowed by no, it. I'm not, it no, I'm not. I'm not talking about you or oh, like okay. the people we played it with. I just like coworkers and other people I've seen would be like, I love Mario Party. Can't wait for the next time to play it. And I'm like, it's fine. I'll play it again. <laughs> like I'm not like yeah. super hyped to be like Mario Party, mm-hmm. but it's it's okay. It's fun. It, it is, and I had a good time the mm-hmm. couple times we played it, and I, that's more fun than I had with the last Mario Party. Yes. And that's not true. When I drew the dicks in the Bowser mode, 
top-notch experience mm-hmm. um but we only played that like twice three times yeah we uh we did I not took that picture of toad inside donkey kong's ass mm-hmm. yes that was the those two experiences Best which one. if you follow which if you're gonna follow us on the when we do the extra life which is just coming up here in a couple weeks yeah in two weeks we'll probably end up playing um mario party, mario party. yeah for sure so actually i should probably get working on the schedule here i thought of a lot of games that we should play today i was trying to think of like newer multiplayer games we could get in there yeah um yeah i guess we'll talk a little bit more about extra life at the end yeah we can and uh so maybe that's what we'll do for the second half a little bit possibly yeah so and so the last game we had both been playing which i did not expect to be is forza horizon 4 yes um, I had a very negative experience with the Windows Store downloading this game, which apparently is a very common problem. <laughs> what issue did you have? Uh, it would stop downloading about every 10 minutes. Oh, wow. For like a 70 gig download, that really sucks. Yeah, that's, that's an uh, idea. So it started, and it was going 150 megabytes a second. I was like, whoa, that's fast. <laughs> and it got to like 7 gig. And I went upstairs, and I came back downstairs, and it was just like downloading with nothing and i was like that's weird i paused it and unpaused it and it would start again because originally i thought it was my internet was crashing or something because i why would it be downloading that fast and so then it kept happening like i could watch it be and it never went up to 150 again it was Mm -hmm. at like 50 and i could watch it slowly creep down until it was nothing and then the download count disappeared i'd have to pause and unpause it and do it again so I looked this up. I have never had a positive experience with the Windows 10 store. Like, Killer Instinct broke for me multiple times. It, like, wouldn't download patches. Or it would re-download the whole game every mm. time it had to patch. Which happens on Xbox One also. Which I find to be absolutely insane. Because it's, like, a 90 gig download. Yeah. So why would you download that every time? Why didn't you just... Pat- whatever. Uh, and, like, Willy, it, he can't even launch KI. The store right. won't do it. <laughs> And so, like, it has a lot of issues, and I looked it up, and tons of people had this problem, and it's specifically for larger downloads that are over 20 gigs. It seems to just stop for some reason. And I did everything that all these things said, like, I restarted the Windows Store program, I, like, deleted its cache, I did all this stuff, and it didn't work. And then the only other one is, oh, we'll just factory reset your computer, so i can fucking download forza like no i'm good it worked eventually it took forever i just kept looking over every so often when i was watching something so that sucked yeah but the process of getting the two-week free trial of game pass and then downloading it was pretty good and it works really well on pc this is their second or third game that they have done on pc i think i have no idea this is my first forza game because they put out like some weird dumbed down version of forza 7 i think it's called like forza sport or something, and then they put out, I think, the last Forza game, and then Horizon here on PC. So I don't think they have fully optimized it yet, because as I was telling you earlier, I met the minimum requirements to play it on my PC, but not the recommended. Right. And I ran the benchmark at medium, and it was, like, passing with flying colors. So I turned it up to high, which it did not recommend I do, and then it still worked perfectly fine, and then I tried Ultra, and it was a little less than perfectly fine. I think if I had a better video card... Mm-hmm. it would do it the cpu was also causing some issues but if i replace the video card i think it could pick up the stress from that or i i only have eight gigs of ram so i could if i had 16 i could do a lot better too um but it looks really good mm-hmm. and it works really well 
and I just like Forza. Right. Because, yeah, you had said you were playing it, and then I played it a little bit at your house. Yes. And I was like, man, I haven't played a racing game in a really long time. And this game, like, makes me think about Burnout in a way that I haven't in a really long time. Because it has, like, the co-op challenges and all the stuff that Burnout Paradise had. It's, like, somewhere in between, like, a racing sim and Burnout, though. Like, it, it's not quite one or the other. It's, like, in this weird in-between thing, and I actually, I do like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, it, they've, they've struck the perfect balance between arcade and sim. Yeah. And it, as I've said, it does a great job of making you feel like you're driving fast. Fucking, yeah, man. But it, it feels like you're driving too fast. I have found where I really like the vehicles between 7 and 8. Because you know it has like the power or the speed. Yeah. I like the ratings between 7 and 8. I feel like I control the vehicles the best at that point. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you personally. I have basically used one car. Okay. The Subaru Impreza. <laughs> Did it. Yeah. Uh, Wait, don't you get that? Like, isn't that one of the starter cars? No, it is the first, second car you find in a barn. Okay. But I was like, I was doing all the dirt races and it's right. really good for that. Mm-hmm. And it, which is really weird because the first car you pick to do the dirt race is a better car overall. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is, but I just liked using the Subaru and it was fine. Um, which the game scales to whatever vehicle you're driving, anyways. So. It does, but I was also crushing that on mm-hmm. a level that was absurd. And then the game is like, "Hey, man, you're winning all the time. Do you want to make this harder?" Mm-hmm. And so I did that. Um, yeah, but it's it's great at doing that. I think now I'm up to like very hard, or maybe even like a harder. Like, I started out at medium, and I've, like, little by little, I've been just kind of raising the difficulty, and the game just kind of asks you if you want to raise the difficulty. Yeah, I had it up to very skilled, and then it was, like, kind of annoying, because Mm -hmm. I was using a shittier car, so I put it back down to above average, but I think when I do the street racing and stuff like that, I will put it up to highly skilled or above right but yeah like after you win a couple times it's like hey man this is way too easy do Mm -hmm. you want to change the difficulty and it scales yeah and like whatever car you have they put people like that with the similar cars in there right so like if you're using a fucking shitty car for the dirt racing so will everybody else basically and so that's good um yeah i like that yeah the thing that i do not like is how they dole out the content in this game. What do you mean? Like, when you unlock new events. Like, the progression, I feel like, is not... I don't know. They could have done it way better. I like it because it allows you to just kind of focus on whatever you want to play. But it puts too much on the map at once. All the time. I was using filters... Okay, but I just... I Which I wasn't. And it puts too much on the map at mm-hmm. one time. Like, you'll start... And it basically tries to have you do one of each type of race right. because it doesn't let you do anything mm-hmm. else. Like the other events don't appear until you get done with that. And then it just fucking, it looks like someone actually vomits on the map. But I, I also like that. I can't stand that. I'm the type of person who I, in Breath of the Wild printed out like a sheet that showed like all the shrines. Because <laughs> I didn't like the... Like, I wanted to have a system where I could purchase in the game that told me where all the shrines were. I mean, I like... I mean, obviously, it has to show you where all the events are, but it doesn't have to unlock, like, seven dirt racing events each time you level up. It literally does, uh, I think, unlock three. 
Yeah, three or four, depending mm-hmm. on what one you get to. And I, that I, something about that I don't like. Okay. And it is beca- especially because I only focused on one thing. Like, I finished the dirt racing track. I got to level 10, and that is the other thing that I think is absurd. They make it seem like level 10 is the max level. Mm-hmm. It is not. No. And there's no reason. I finished every single dirt racing event there is. There are no more. So why does it go higher? You want me to redo the events again? I think, I think it is, and then the like you can choose the custom. You can, yeah, but like I already first placed all these races. Why would I do it again? I think it's because I've kind of done almost everything in the game, and I'm about yeah. 25 hours in. Yeah. For people who... Because I think there are people that basically like Forza is all they play. It is, and I get that, but there are also the events like the seasonal championships and stuff right. like that that you could do that instead. So it just seems weird that like there are still exclusive things that I can't unlock that are exclusive to the dirt racing mm-hmm. thing that I would have to replay maps that I already did. And I, I, I assume I've never played a Forza. I don't know about you. Yeah. They probably release new races. They do well. release new races, but new types. I don't think that they will add like more dirt. Racing okay. I see. Name. I don't know. I, I've yeah. never, I will say I've did everything, but the drifting, I didn't touch the drifting mm-hmm. at all. I just don't have any interest in drifting. And so the other thing that I thought was weird is the story. Where they try to gate you, but with the, well, with the um, the showcase events, right? That bothered me. This is just a Manny thing because I when like I would say like I'm going to this race, mm-hmm. and then it would be like oh your influence got high enough, and then the showcase thing would pop, mm-hmm. and it would make you go to the map. And then you would have to pick the showcase thing and you couldn't get out of it. And it was like, ah, because you could just do that and then back out and yes. go back to what you were doing. That drove me insane. Though. I was like, I don't want to do it right now. Let me do, do something else. Those showcase events are pretty cool, though. Yes. Like racing a train and a fucking plane and all kinds of stuff. Which I the intro is one of the best intros I've ever seen in a video game. Just the way it shows off it the four good, seasons. Yeah. And... When you're doing the, I think it's the spring one where it shows the cars and then you're racing the motorcycles. Mm. And then later on when you're doing the dirt racing, you actually, you're, you actually do that race again. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, it's like, pretty cool. So yeah, I like all of that. But then there's like the story missions with the stunt guy. That's. You can do all 10 of those in a row. Yeah. Why is that the case? Why not? Because it's like a story thing and they do that. So this is, this is just, I think, bad progression. Because you can do all ten of those right in one row. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. You have to become a member of the Horizon team, which takes forever to unlock the next set of story. So, like, that's not even really story missions. Like, I don't know why that is the case. It's just set up in a way that you can kind of do whatever you want to do. Except that I can't there because I have to progress through all these other events to get to this other thing. So wait, you can't? You could only do like five of the stunt, or you were able? No, to No, you can do ten. all ten of the stunt things at once. Which okay. I, I mean, I don't know why that was. I didn't even realize that because they don't tell you that. Yeah, I. I, I just realized after when I didn't move my car, and I was like, man, yeah, next one. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, that's weird. But yeah, I just unlocked the uh, whatever the second story thing is after like fucking. 10 hours or something i i didn't really pay attention to the story much i just kind of would just look at the map go this one's the close this race is the closest and i would do that race yeah and then after that i would look at the map and just be like okay this one's the closest so i didn't really focus on one thing 
like the way that also the way that the map is set up i almost wish that it was like old need for speed games where it was not an open world game like i get the part where it is cool to go through the world and you get the influence and like you can break the billboards yes but at a certain point when i have like 700 things that are open i wish i could just pick from a list and not have to pay the currency to travel there but that's just a minor thing i mean i have enough fun driving through the world which if you as you break the fast travel yeah, boards, it gets cheaper. It gets cheaper. Yeah. To the point for me it's like costing two hundred or something like that. Yeah. There is one that I literally can't figure out how to get. Which one is it? Near the starting house. It's like on top of a church. And uh, there's like no ramp that I can see. You have to do the ev- the ones where you jump off the ridge, whatever that the uh, the danger thing, the danger zones. As you do those, there will it, be another one. It'll there. build a ramp to oh, that. Fuck, because I was just looking at it, and I was like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. How do I get here? Right. So it was driving me insane. Now that I know that, that makes me. A you need happy. to do the. Danger I was zones. not doing those very often. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the first couple. And then when I realized that my Subaru Impreza could not get up to speed, I was like, I'll wait for later to yeah. do that. So, Because I wanted to do the street racing ones, but I got too far and needed to see what happened when I got to level 10. Mm-hmm. That was another weird thing. Is like, I didn't do all of the dirt racing events, but I think when you get to like level 8, it unlocks the final event. I think it's just there's 10 events, so... No, no, I, it was like, I, would, I got to level 8 and it unlocked the, like, whatever the fuck it's called. It was like the... The show, the, the dirt showcase, No, it's it? not the showcase. It's like the final one that was like a 15 minute race. Oh, yes, yes. Whatever the fuck that was right. called. So yeah, like, that, and then you like beat it and you're like, you're the champion. And I was like, I didn't even do half of these. That, that I found to be weird. Because I mean, that's I, just the way it unlocks. I think there are ten, exactly 10... Showcases? No, exactly 10 dirt races. No, there's way more than 10 dirt races. Are there? Well, because there's dirt races and then there's off-road. I'm talking the dirt races are like the green. They're they're all called dirt ones. The, the green ones are cross-country. Okay, I guess I'm getting... Okay, yes, you're right. But yeah, no, the dirt ones, there's like 20 or th- almost 30, I think. Hmm. There's a lot of them. Okay, I, I don't know. I, I just kind of just... I didn't really pay attention and... Yeah. I just kind of went uh, went at it, just kind of crossing things off the list, which I know people hate. I which like the, that. I mean, that's what I was doing, but mm-hmm. I was doing it from just the dirt racing perspective because that's how I play every open world game. Is like, if this guy will give me missions, I will do them until he will not give me missions anymore. Wow, where I just just wanted to just do whatever I wanted to do, and no, man, I, I switched it up. So I was constantly using different types of vehicles and stuff. Never switch. Always the same. <laughs> well, now, there are now this car I can't do anymore. That sucks. There are there are scenarios where you have to switch cars. There stuff. are, yeah. I mean, especially if you're doing different types of events. Yes. But I was doing an event where I knew that I could always use the same car, mm-hmm. so that worked. Um, what the fuck one was it? The showcase where you like race the jet. Yes. That car is absurd. It goes from, like, 0 to 80 in, like, a second. And I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? So I thought about that, and I was like, well, if I ever unlock this car, I can definitely do all the speed challenges, Mm -hmm. because what? Yes. Yeah, man. And they feel so different, too. Like, a lot of the ones that I have tried, like, they actually feel very different. Yes. And that's what I like. And there are, like, hundreds of cars. And so, like, I think that's really cool as well. Yeah, I, I... I'm trying to think. I think I've unlocked 80 cars. 
and that's just for me basically unlocking. I, I did buy a couple because mm. I, I like Mustangs and I like Camaros, so mm. I bought those. Yeah. And I primarily use those, but I mean, like, there are, there's like a 67 Camaro, a 79 Camaro, a 2015 Camaro, and a 2017 Camaro. Like, there are four different types of Camaros. Mm. Yeah, the thing that I don't think I will ever interact with is, like, the online stuff, like the friend adventure, and I did a Forzathon. Mm-hmm. And that was okay. That was very similar to Burnout. Okay. It was like, oh, can you do you not? Can you not access this stuff? I don't have game. I don't have. Uh, oh, Xbox so it, Live. I wonder if it even doesn't surface it at all. I there's like it's like grayed out and it's like you have to pay for. Oh it. man, that's crazy. Because the lady won't shut the fuck up about it. So I went to go do the Forzathon, which really made me angry because I just teleported literally to the other side of the map, mm-hmm. and then it was like, well, the Forzathon's back where you were, and I was like. So- so I did it, and it was—it's basically like the old burnout challenges, where it's like you're with four people, and it's like, mm. okay, like drift this much here, right? But it's like with like fifteen other randos, so you just see people like trying to take this jump over <laughs> and over. It's really cool. I and I did it, and then you, I got Forzathon points. I don't know what the fuck I used those on, mm. but now I have thirty of them. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me the because. As we were discussing with, like, the billboards and everything, you have to break them. Yeah. Some of them are very difficult to get. It never occurred to me until I went on Reddit that you can, if you miss, you can just rewind time and try again. Yeah. I just, I'd line it up, I'd mess up, and then I'd have to line it up again. <laughs> and then eventually, I re- and then I went on subreddit, and I was like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Last night, I spent, like, four hours trying to get, like, three billboards oh yeah and i'd be like oh i didn't line it up right this time i gotta try it again and all i had to do is just rewind time which mm-hmm. is a very nice feature in a racing game it is yeah it i i do like that mm-hmm. it's it's interesting to have because i feel like you can sort of cheat the system if you're just like oh fuck i didn't take this turn right let me mm-hmm. rewind oh just keep doing it and i feel like i'm cheating but it is like the game tells you to do it yeah I mean, and i think you get like very slightly less influence or credits or whatever Mm. if you do it too many times but yeah no it is helpful especially because like like we said it's halfway in between arcade and racing sim so like you still there's a racing line if you you, i think you can disable that you almost certainly can right uh but i leave it on because i'm not used to like breaking for turns that's for scrubs usually (laughs) but i i do do that now because you have to especially in the dirt ones like you have to be able to take the really sharp turns Mm. um and so it's helpful for that if you're like, oh, fuck, I have to learn how to slow down better. It, like, right. helps you do that so you don't just, like, fucking run headfirst into a wall and lose the entire race. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I like that. Uh, what was I going to say something else? Well, I, kinda, I just want to ask you, what season are you in right now? Uh, well, it's spring now because when you finish all of the showcases, it's whatever season it is for that week. Oh, you finished the entire showcase and everything? Yeah, yeah. How many hours are you into it? Like six wait what yeah are you serious yeah it's like really what level are you i'm like level 70 70 something i'm almost level 40 i think wait really yeah you get a lot of influence and stuff for winning races god i guess i wasn't winning that many or something because i i it i didn't actually unlock like the final go through all four seasons until i was probably like 15 hours into the game 
Yeah, I don't know. And it would, like, force me to the next season, which I found to be really annoying as well. Yes. Where, like, I... And then I spent most of the game just in winter, which I was not crazy about. Oh, yeah, because, like, the water freezes and the the ice and stuff. I was not a fan of. But, no, it's spring now for six more days, Well, I think it changes every Tuesday... Every Wednesday, maybe? maybe. Maybe when I did it today, the countdown timer said six more days. I think, oh, maybe so. it is every Thursday. I don't know. I, 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 it might be different on PC or something, or because I had just gotten mm. there at a certain point. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, the countdown thing was six days, and it has mm. like the weird challenges and stuff. Um, and yeah, I, I guess. So I personally probably won't interact with the like seasonal championship stuff because it's like right. doing the same races, but like do it with specific cars or specific mm-hmm. things. Um. It seems like the reason to do that is uh, you get, like, more wheel spins and stuff. Like, if you win a certain amount of things, you get a certain amount of points. I have to look up what the Forzathon points do. Um, I Originally, I wasn't a huge fan of the wheel spin mechanic, because you get that, and you basically, it'll, you'll either win a car, credits, an emo type dance or a horn sound or a clothing clothing clothing, yes and i so this is just a personal thing all of the clothing in that game makes you look like a tool all of it except for like t-shirts and hoodies my pink hoodie oh with my pink sweater oh my fucking god (laughs) it's like the first hat i unlocked was like a glitter sequin pink hat and i was like what the (laughs) fuck is that and then i'm getting like fucking like purple leather pants and all the stuff and it is just like the least fashionable none of it goes together i i you saw my drive guitar i did it looks pretty good that's funny and but like (laughs) if you're like so like when i unlock like fucking like the thousandth pair of like Mm -hmm. loafers it's like this is i'm upset that i did not get the car that was Mm -hmm. one ahead of this well you wouldn't drive it anyways i wouldn't anyways but (laughs) i'm just saying i'm not gonna use these loafers either so my guy looks like a regular dude right and then like because i'm wearing like a hoodie the t-shirt i got for the dirt racing things jeans and like converse basically and then i'll go into any race and on the podium it's these people that look insane and i'm like i this just it's not my sense of style i understand that people would like it it is just it is not that is not my jam i don't know there's just something about because you've done they're are they called they're portraits the word what yeah where you take pictures at the landmarks yes that i think is hilarious yes because you're just fucking like there's one that's a castle you park your car near the (laughs) castle and my dude is doing the running man on his car and you're like what the fuck is this like they knew what they were making like they know it's dumb as fuck and like the narrator is talking very seriously about whatever the 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 landmark is and then your guy is just dancing oh my god (laughs) that is my other thing all of the people everyone who talks i'm not convinced any of them are human it sounds like they got british robe like they bought a vocaloid like hatsune miku but for british people wait didn't isn't the one guy or he just sounds like uh, from Game of Thrones, the, like the winter is coming, isn't the oh Jon Snow? I don't know. No, not Jon Snow. The from the meme, I can't think of the actor's name. The winter is coming meme. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's Ned Stark, but it would oh, it's be, Stark. It yeah, would either be Ned Stark or Jon Snow. It's Ned Stark. It, he's from like the first season. You don't yeah. know the actor that I'm talking about. I do not. 
Okay. Because, like, I swear I think it's the same guy. Because his voice... None of them sound like real people to me. No, they sound it's... like happy British robots. Like, every time the dude will be like, come to the barn, I'm just like, you're a robot in disguise waiting to kill my driver the next time I go to the barn. Did the game start calling you Manny, or... No, so Manny was not an option. I had to pick a manual, but with two M's. So every wait. time they say Emmanuel, I get very upset. Wait, so wait, it didn't... It didn't just pull your information in. It made me pick. Huh. Because as I said, for me, it just started calling me Matt before it even allowed me to pick. That is really weird. No, I had to pick a manual, and I think now I've heard it too many times and see the two M's when it's in the subtitles. I'm going to have to go in and have them call me Champ or something, (laughs) because I I don't like it. Yeah, it's hard to mess up Matt. It is, yes. But yeah, because my name is Emmanuel with one M, and they didn't have Manny, which I found to be shocking. Yeah. Uh, But then, yeah, they have all kinds of dumbass shit. Like, I could have them call me Coach or something stupid like that. I don't know. I made my license plate really dumb, um, so I like that. What is your license plate? 420 hole up. Fits exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, the famous era saying. I'm very excited. It fit perfectly. Mm. Because I just have, like, an Isles 13 thing for New York Islanders. 420 hole up. So every time I see it, I laugh. And it makes me happy. How do you spell that? 420-H-O-L-U-P. Okay. (laughs) Because what is it, eight digits then? Uh, three, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's no spaces, I assume. No spaces. Okay. And then I realized that they don't fo- they don't show my license plate to anyone else. Oh, they don't? No, everyone else's license plate, like in the Forza Thon, they all just said Horizon. Oh. And I was like, man, bummer. Yeah, because that'd be pretty classic. <laughs> that'd be hilarious to um, see whatever dumb shit people came up with. Although it would be definitely just a full bunch of shit, fuck. Oh, definitely. Yes. But I, yeah, I, I have enjoyed my time with this game, mm-hmm. and it knows that it is dumb in right. just the right ways, and it also, like, is a good racing game, and, like, there are any kind of event you crave, you can do. Right, and as I said, you, if you're just not into something, you can just avoid it altogether. And you didn't do the drifting ones, but I am going to, because the trophy is a reference to Tokyo Drift, and it makes me so happy, mm-hmm. because it says... Oh, you can call me DK. And I was like, this is the greatest game ever made. Did you... Drift King, man. Oh. Did you do the one where the girl is like vlogging or blogging and it's the 10 races where it's... Not yet, no. Okay. I think that is... I don't know how I will unlock it. I think that's a sto- the third story one. It might be the third yeah, story. Yeah, I didn't even start the other one where the guy runs the business for exotic cars or something yeah i haven't i didn't touch that one either because you like get money from it or something but i yeah i didn't do that one because i was originally trying to three star all the stunt races and then i got so frustrated that i could only get two in some of them because like i would feel like man i really knocked this out of the park and it's using some weird arbitrary metric like there's one near the end where i think it might be the last one or the one before you have to like go through a tunnel that has like barricades in it right and like he kept telling me take the jumps and i took all the jumps and went flawlessly and i got one star and then i started like going around and like hitting barrels and stuff and then i got two Mm -hmm. i couldn't figure out how to get three and i was like fuck it i'm not gonna care about this achievement yeah that was the nice thing about 
for me personally is it doesn't really punish you for doing poorly or doing it in just even a race where I, if I finish 10th or whatever, it just, it would count it as completed and I can move on to the next, next race. So I, I kind of like that because for me, I just kind of approached it as no stress. I never yeah. got frustrated once because I don't push myself where it's like, oh, I have to get three stars on every well, single I have event. to win every race. I, the three-star thing I will let go, but I did get first place in every race. Do you, do you then redo it if you don't win? Uh, I only didn't win twice. And did you restart? I did. See, I, I don't even bother. I just move on to the next race. No, man, because then it's, I didn't do it. I got to do it. <laughs> That's how I do it. I don't know. Like For me 100%. personally... Personally, I just wanted something low stress and that I could enjoy. Oh, I don't, I don't find it stressful. I will do it again and I will crush them. My victory <laughs> will be mine. Um, so yeah, I like it. It has so much content in it. Yeah. I might actually buy it. I think the Game Pass trial will run out, and I will just cancel it, and then I will buy the game, mm-hmm. and I'll try to buy the DLC pass. Because they, every time you turn on the fucking game, they show you what is in the car pass. And the most recent one was all those James Bond cars. I was like, I want this so bad. I will say one thing that is driving me insane is every time I load the game up, the first thing that pops up is Xbox Live. It want, And then I have to exit out of that. Oh, that would suck. Which I... I'm guessing that's more Xbox pushing that than like yes. the developers, but mm. it, it's like, come on! Every time I load this up, that's the first thing that pops up. So, oh man, the thing that I thought was weird was when I finally got to spring, it like put the things for that week on there, right. and one of them was a 007 thing, and so I thought like, oh shit, maybe I can like try those cars and this, and then it'll like get me to buy it just doesn't even show up on the map after that like i literally i went event by event being Mm. like where is it it's just not there anymore Mm. and so i think that's kind of a bummer like it doesn't even show it there to be like oh you could do this if you had those Mm -hmm. like i just figured that out because i was like oh that one looks cool i would try that um so yeah that's weird but it it is very much like burnout like you smash those fucking billboards or whatever the hell they're called Mm -hmm. and that's exactly like the billboards and burnout it has the same like street challenges where you like get a certain speed and stuff like that. Right. Do sick jumps. Do whatever. Yeah, I will admit I did buy the treasure map. Mm. Uh, primarily because I played so much of it and because I played it all on Game Pass. I wanted to kind of support the studio a little bit. Yeah, I'm definitely going to buy it, I think. I don't know that I'll buy it right away, but I do. Because I, it's something that I could see myself playing like every so often. And just being like, man, I just want to drive mm-hmm. sweet cars. Yeah, so that's what I did. I played pretty much, did all the events I wanted to do, and then I bought the treasure map to yeah. just kind of be like, now I'm going to just drive around the world, you know, break as many billboards, all the ones that I didn't get. It shows exactly where the barns are. You don't have to drive around and try to find them. They're not that... Okay, so most of them aren't that bad. There was one that took me like 40 minutes because... <laughs> Most of them are in, like, heavily wooded areas. Right. And I was just like, I fucking drove everywhere. And then I, like, accidentally hit into it, basically. And I was like, I, man, I thought about buying that at that point. But I have, I think I only have two or three more. And I'll just Hold up as long as you can. Because if you're, like, already feeling overwhelmed by all the things on the screen, when you buy the treasure map, 
There I'm are, sure it'll be absurd. There are 200 of the billboards. I know, which is weird because like it seems like something is making them show up anyways. I think it's if you when you race and you pass them, then they show know, up later. Because, I have no idea. Because like there none of them were there. Like I would see them very rarely and then I did like a certain thing and then they were oh no it was after the game was like you're done with all the showcases mm-hmm. they're everywhere do, do, do you know how many you have right now F- almost 50 or 50 total? there's 150 more and i know it's, it's and just... when you buy the treasure map it just like populates them all and you're just like oh god no, i don't want that yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't need that i basically like now if i see one i'll go try to get it right and then that that's fine which is exactly how i was playing it before but now i kind of like I've done everything I wanted to do, so then I just bought the treasure map. So then I just ran around. I got all the barns. I did as many of the billboards as I could. There are still a few that I just don't feel like banging my head against the wall right now. And then it also shows all of the landmarks. Mm. And I then I have a couple more of those anyway. And I and the one that the one achievement I'm never gonna get is drive on all the roads. That just but yeah, there's like no way to really. I don't know. Track that? Like, how the fuck would you track that? I looked on the subreddit, and people were saying, like, lower your brightness to zero, and then it's, like, easier to see. I don't know what that means, but, Does it show what roads you've driven on on the map? Maybe. And, like, it's not... It doesn't clearly show unless you... That's weird. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know, because, yeah, I... I saw that one. I was like, that's never happening <laughs> because you fucking like accidentally turn and you're on some dirt road and that mm-hmm. counts as a road. And it's like, what? that's crazy. Yeah. There's that one area in the middle where it's all like dirt roads and there's jumps and then there's like tubes and mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. God, I think there's like probably like 40 roads in that little tiny area. Yeah. So yeah, I really like it. Yeah. Um, I haven't played a racing game in a long time, so I am getting my fill here. Yeah. So to close out this conversation, I'll say one more thing. And you said that you turned off the music and started listening to your own. Yes. I have to do that now. If I hear this fucking Kendrick Lamar song one more time, I'm going to explode. Uh, normally, I like the curated music in games, and I think what they have in here I do enjoy. They have like three songs a station. But they have churches. I don't did give a notice, fuck, man. Did you I, notice yes, they had I did. It's like three songs a stage. I swear to God, every time I put it to the hip hop station, it is the Kanye song from Spider Man, and I just I can't do it. Yeah, I actually just started. Or not Kanye, Kendrick Lamar. Holy right. shit! But uh, ugh. I just started listening to podcasts because I just found it to be the perfect podcast game. And like, since I have it on PC, I think I could literally just turn off the radio sound and have iTunes on in the background, and it would be totally fine. Yeah, you just you just mess with the settings a little bit and just but yeah you just go into the settings turn music off to to zero and you know you'll it it works yeah and then like there are certain events like the showcases and stuff where they curate what music they want you to hear so it like plays the song Mm -hmm. like a specific song and i thought that stuff was cool but now that i am done with all that and i've heard all of the songs on all of the stations Mm -hmm. 800 times I gotta not do it. I will say it is pretty cool when you go to the, I can't think of the area name, but like the, where the fair is going on. I don't know that I've ever seen that. You, the, you, the fair? You've never seen in the, like there's no way you haven't seen like. Just like the actual Horizon Festival? Thing? Yeah, the Horizon Festival. And oh, then there's like, know. there's like, yeah. Uh, 
if you're listening to music, it's playing like in the car, and then as you go up to the festival, they'll be playing the same music that you're listening to at the festival. Uh-huh. But then it's out like outside the car and the speakers. It, it it really transitions well. Like that's just a nice little touch to the yeah, game. I just I wish there was more than like three or four songs per yeah. station. It's wild. I, I stopped listening to the music couple hours in i would listen to it some when i knew you were coming over because i just didn't want to get into like a podcast at that point yeah but yeah but like even the edm dance stations that are just like not lyrical like i recognize the song now and i'm like oh my god i cannot anymore i i just when it comes to licensed music and video games i just i don't get into it i do usually because usually it's really good like i the fucking Every single song in Need for Speed Hot Pursuit is dope. And there were a lot of them. Yes. And I, boy. This has, I like most of the music. Like, some of it is just, like, weird racing music that, like, Mm -hmm. has no words or whatever. But, yeah, man, there's got to be more of it. And then they unlocked more radio stations, and it was only two. Yeah. And one of them is classical. Yeah, that was bad. Ugh. I was like, man, I hope they keep unlocking this, and then I realized it was never happening again, and I got so bummed out. Yeah, because there's only, what, five or six stations, and I, I, as I said, I quickly moved on from listening to the music. They spent all their money licensing cars, I understand. Which And that's what people would prefer, but holy sweet God. Yeah, I mean, it's No more Kendrick Lamar. It's a game where listening to your own music is not that big of a deal. I just wish that it was like... So I wish every game was like this. The last SSX game they released, you would put the music on your hard drive, and then it would like play the music in accordance with the game right so like you would it would only start when you would like go downhill and it would like end or transition depending on what you were doing and it worked so well and so like it always is weird like i will turn sound down and then play something in the background but then it always seems like slightly out of place Mm -hmm. because like certain sound cues won't happen or like things like that so yeah i wish everything was like the old ssx the old EA NHL games had that where yeah. you could upload your own music right onto the PlayStation and then you could pick any song you wanted as your goal song. And you could when you play online, like you're the only one who hears that song, but you could change your goal song and you, you could create different music in the arena and once again it worked like extremely well and it I was wonder awesome. if it is like the PC version of GTA where I could just find the folder that for music and like put music in there myself and have it actually play on the radio mm-hmm. but then actually that wouldn't work because they overlay them talking over the music sometimes and it's like really specific to what is happening mm-hmm. like they talk about the last event you won or like what one just got unlocked and like if a barn shows up really really specific yeah. stuff and it makes me wonder how much they had the robots record for that yeah i don't know because, yeah, the dude's like, oh, I heard about this specific, really specific car mm. in this barn. And I was like, what? Yeah, I'd always be like, on every, But on five channels, it's got to be a lot of dialogue for that mm. specific, like, thing that I'll be doing for right. five minutes, if that. Yeah, I'd always be like, okay, you need to stop talking now. I don't really care what you're... Some of them are pretty funny. The one that talks on the hospitals, it's called Hospital. Mm-hmm he's a moron yes and i love that he's really (laughs) stupid because he like was talking the last thing i did before i stopped playing was he was talking about 
he got a card from someone and he mm-hmm. thinks he was inducted into a cult. <laughs> and the other guy's like, well, what does it say? And he just said, it says Drift King on it. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, well, it's for, it's for the drifting scene. You should have led with that. And he was like, oh, yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> Shit's so dumb. Yeah, they, the game is very self-aware. Yeah. It's just, they did a great job. Yeah, I, I, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I, Ed, this is my first Forza game. Is it your first Forza? Um, if you don't count that Fast and the Furious version of Forza Horizon 2 where Ludacris was the announcer, then yes. I feel like this is probably one of Xbox's best games of this generation. Uh, I didn't play the last one, and it is my understanding that it is like exactly the same, so I I've, don't know that I can say that. I From what I've heard, it seems like this is like slightly better so it is there are like there are improvements so i don't know for me personally i do think this is the best xbox game that i've played this generation though i don't know that i can say the same because i played the rare replay collection Mm. viva pinata (laughs) that is my xbox Mm. game of the generation because it has 30 games (laughs) does that count no okay but i yeah i don't know i guess i Mm -hmm. haven't played enough xbox right could have been scale bound it could have been no more all right so we'll start to wrap it up here but we are doing extra life yes november 3rd uh we will be streaming on my channel twitch.tv slash drag 96 and we will be raising money for the golisano children's hospital in upstate new york um we do it every year Mm -hmm. so if you want to see I don't know that I'd recommend watching the archives, but you could do that. Yes. You could go to my YouTube channel and see all that. We generally play like 20-ish games, uh, about an hour apiece. Yeah, know, we usually... Time to set up in between. Yes, we usually start at 9 and usually end at 9. It's, at 9, it, but it's, it's 8, eight because yes. stupid daylight savings time happens now. Right. But, uh, yes, yeah, so we'll be... We'll be starting that, and it's probably exactly two weeks, right? Two weeks and one day? Two weeks and one day. So yeah. so we'll be recording the next podcast. Which I won't Friday. be here that day, so I don't know what we will do then. Okay, what time are you, what day are you getting back? I get back at midnight on Friday. Okay. And so then I will be able to sleep, and then we will do Extra Life. Extra Life. So then we may, our next podcast, I guess this is important to note, that we will have to delay it maybe Tuesday night? Yeah, we might be able to do it Monday, yeah, Tuesday night probably. Because you're you're busy Monday nights. So, yeah, we'll probably delay it a little bit, which I'm excited because I will actually be able to talk about multiple games then because I am going to pick up one or two games for my Switch that I have wanted to play uh, for my upcoming Mm -hmm. vacation next week, and I also Lethal League Blaze on Tuesday. It's going to be the same, but now there's more characters. Right. So I'm pretty hyped about Mm -hmm. that. So I'll have like two or three games to talk about next time. Um, But yeah, Extra Life. I I enjoy it every time we do it. Yes. And somehow we get more money every time. I don't understand, but... Yeah, we... uh, I I think we've raised almost $1,000 total over the course of the three years. Really? Yeah. Has it been three? I think we have done it for three years, and then I did it for f- a fourth with Nukio. We played Grim Fandango. Which uh, when are you going to play Grim Fandango? That right? I don't know. I might play it this coming Thursday. 
just to test out some stream stuff and mm. see if the because i don't think i could get the donation counter working last time uh because it needed to be in the newer version of obs which i was not using because i was i knew that what we had set up from the previous year would work right so i'm gonna mess around and make sure that we will be able to all be heard on the mic mm -hmm. uh at least if we're like this close yes um and i'll try to fuck with the game audio and make sure that it will be at a reasonable volume um what day are you leaving friday next friday in exactly one week yes. okay i will get working on a list of what we're gonna play yeah and i'll get i'll try to get that to you by thursday that way you can get it on your your website yeah your so i i write the once we figure out what games we're gonna play i put it up there's an extra life page i will tweet that out i will put it on mm -hmm. the facebook page i'll put it on my personal facebook um i'll put it on the blog just everywhere that i can put it out i usually put it out just so that people can see what we are doing why we are doing it mm -hmm. and what we will be playing if anyone is interested in tuning in um yeah i think this year will be pretty good yeah i i have a couple games that i had thought about so yeah all right so you just let me know what games so then we can because last year we played a lot of your uh your snes classic because you had just gotten that we did so. yeah which we could do again depending yes. on how we feel about that um so yeah i'm mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always very excited about extra Life. Yes. i like this that week in general because i go on vacation for a week and then i come back to play 24 hours worth of video games yes <laughs> and it's usually just fun dumb single like uh local multiplayer yeah games. And, yeah and it's always just good mm -hmm. we eat pizza and to have fun yeah yeah and it's cool and i people come in sometimes and watch and, and, and yeah everyone is welcome for sure it seems like we've been adding more and more people coming to like to the to, yeah to the actual event this year i think we're gonna have one less because nukio is obviously gone and yeah as far as i know i don't think anyone else was added to no not that i can think of right now because it but it'll be you and i Willie, I assume Scott's probably going to Scott spend. will be here. Uh, I think he'll have to work that day, so mm -hmm. he'll come at night and then right. be able to stay because he won't work Sunday. Uh, and I believe Jumbo will be here the whole time. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't ask him if he got it off, but worst case scenario, he would just be here for the night. Right. So it might just be you, me, and Willie for a bit of the day. And who knows? Oh, and Biley, I believe. Justin. Yeah, he Justin will. usually doesn't stay for the whole thing because of his dog. But Yep. And so, yeah, and we'll have a wide variety of games mm -hmm. and things to see. I usually, usually we try to have like a, a little bit of everything. Yeah, I usually, so, what I do is I ask everyone to pick a couple games. And so, so everyone kind of gets what they, they want to play. So. Yeah. So we'll have some fighting games, puzzle games, rhythm. And we, we all, but we always play, um, ultimate muscle ultimate muscle and fortune street fortune street and then we usually end it with a jackbox party pack yes so we will we will put that list out over the next week or so and you'll be able to see that yes so right. that's and as we said uh the next podcast is going to be a little delayed mm -hmm. because yeah I just really, by a couple days yeah because i really can't because we really don't want to do one next thursday and then the other option would be because of extra life, it kind of pushes everything back. Yeah. 
Because then I don't think I'm going to want to come back next nope, Sunday. No, I don't either. I will probably not be awake. <laughs> yeah. And then i got to wake up early for Monday, so. Yeah, and then Monday you, you, you have a thing that you do Monday, so. Yeah. It'll probably, we'll record it Tuesday. I don't know what day that would be. Probably like the 5th or 6th or something. 6th. And It'd be November 6th. So then then it'll get uploaded most likely that the next Wednesday or the following day. Wednesday. Yeah, I, I would just do it the same day probably. Okay. So. But so just keep an eye on that, and so, and we'll figure out what we're gonna do as the second part. I was thinking about maybe doing like a Pokemon, just kind of like reviewing Pokemon completely. Oh yeah. Because uh, let's go, Eevee and Pikachu's coming out. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, we could do maybe doing like, like a Pokemon theme. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, and so with that, we will be done here. Uh, as always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Check them out. And we will catch you guys in a little over two weeks. Uh, hopefully we will see some of you at Extra Life. Peace out.